Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. So, Paul made his big statement yesterday, to live is Christ and to die is gain, and that would be enough of a mic drop right there. He could just drop his quill and walk away. But he goes on, Philippians chapter 2. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. Being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross." Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Jesus said in Matthew 22, the greatest commandments, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. And He says, on these two commands, all the law and prophets are built. These are the brick and mortar commands, as I like to think of it. And Paul echoes that in these verses. First, to live is Christ, he said yesterday. This whole existence is about him serving him and his purpose. Second, here in chapter 2, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interests of others. We love God and we love others for what purpose? So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Remember, Jesus said, make disciples of all nations, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's the goal. That's the purpose. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing and teaching them. This is our whole mission, our whole purpose for existing. Why would I put somebody else first? Why would I also uh, do nothing from selfish ambition, as he says? Why would I put others' interests above myself? He says in verse 5, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So this comes from, this mindset comes from Christ. If, if, as he says in chapter 1, to live is Christ, then we think this way. We act and live this way. Paul says to husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. As we're called to love God and love our neighbor, It's not just when it's convenient, and it's not just because it makes sense or because we have something to gain. We do nothing from selfish ambition. Humility count others more significant than ourselves because that's the example Christ set. 
Remember, our old selves have, have died. Our old selves, if you've accepted Christ, you're a new creation. Our old selves are gone. Our old selfishness, our old flesh, our old putting ourselves first is gone. Our new selves, the only way we can live this way is having been raised with Christ, as Paul says. And having been raised with Christ, we think differently. We live differently. We love the Lord first and we love our neighbor second. Not because we stand to gain anything, not because our neighbor has something that we want, but because it's what God told us to do. So who can you love today? Who can you serve today? How can you put one person above yourself today with nothing to gain? And you might get some weird looks when you start putting others above yourself with nothing to gain. You might get some weird looks for putting someone in that place. It doesn't make sense. They're not expecting that. It's not natural. That's because they're seeing Jesus in you. When you get those weird looks, it's a compliment. And if that happens enough, if enough of us start living this way and people start getting these this treatment over and over, they start to wonder. They start to get curious. These people are different. Why are they different? Why do they seem joyful even though they're putting me above them? Even though they're not first priority. They're not cutting in line to be first. They're uh, allowing me to go ahead. How does that bring so much joy to them? And you know what? If people get curious enough, they start to ask questions. Hey, why are you like this? Why do you do this? And when they start to ask questions, they kind of brought it on themselves. You're not Bible thumping if someone asked you why you're different. It's an opportunity. Let me pray for you. Lord, help us to see ourselves this way. Help us to put others first. It doesn't come natural. It doesn't come easy. <clears throat> Lord, give us a worldview with a heart for everyone else that we would love you and love our neighbor Lord, not because it's necessarily what we naturally want or what we naturally do, but because of who we are in you, what we've already been given from you, Lord, that we're inspired to live differently, to be different. And Lord, as we live differently, I pray that people would ask and that we would have opportunities to point them to you. So Lord, help us to put others first today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.